1: It is June 8th, 2021. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast, the go-home show. Before NXT takeover in your house, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Kanoa and NYC Demon Diva herself. Issa, welcome both to the show. It's Tuesday. I heard Raw was terrible last night. (laughs) (laughs) What else is new? I know. Yeah, right? (laughs) I know. But a lot to talk about tonight. I want to get to the news because i know we like to open with the news but i have this thought and i have to get it out right now before i forget it nxt <laughs> needs to do something when you were bringing in here is our champion and here are the contenders we're gonna have a hot segment i have seen uber drivers put more effort into their appearance than Kyle Riley put tonight when he went into the ring uh uh carrying across looks like he's tending bar at like an airport holiday inn yeah. like Dress these guys up.
0: I mean, like some of them. Pete do not look
1: like he literally just came from the gym.
0: Yeah, I don't like particularly carrying cross in street clothes. I mean, he used to have this other gimmick that was like a casino dealer jacket that he was wearing for a little yeah. bit. It was like a vest, and I just don't like him in street clothes. He should be a guy who's protected. He did that little vignette right before they went into that go home segment, where it was like black and white, and they shot exactly. it differently. That's all of Karrion Kross I needed to see tonight. But, I mean, even though he was awesome suplexing everybody in that main event segment, and I thought he was great, you know, the more he appears to be human, uh, the less mystique he has. Yeah, and Issa, I would
1: love to get your disagreement about this. But when you see those five guys in the ring tonight, see these are NXT's five stars. In my mind, this is the epitome of what all the critics say about the current generation of wrestling talent not being able to draw money like (sighs) the superstars of yore.
3: Yeah, because if you see them walking down the street, you couldn't tell them apart from just anybody where there's people that have that it factor, right? Yeah. That being said, you have people like um, Orange Cassidy, who's gotten over wearing jeg- jeggings. And, and that's mm-hmm. why I didn't think that Kyle O'Reilly, like with the gin jacket, actually thought he was the better dress out of all of them, shockingly <laughs> enough. <laughs> and that's not a compliment. <laughs> it's not a compliment. I'm just saying, um, looks and, and appearance wise, yes, but. Um to Alfred's point, I the more than they put um carry on Cross with these guys who have main evented so many takeovers, the the worse he's looking. I'm sorry. They they keep outshining him. And like you said, he looked great suplexing everybody. But when it came to the promo part of it, yeah. Yeah. I thought everybody looked better than him tonight. And I uh, that it, it, it took away a little bit of my fandom for him tonight. He was exposed. He was exposed.
0: I will say his big line tonight. He's one of the few people who WWE let say the word Mark on TV. But I know was like, it was like there's no villager. He's like, listen, you Mark, and he said it to the right person too. Like it would yeah. it worked
3: perfectly with Gargano.
1: <laughs> there's some good content, but I'm telling you, and and furthermore, let me put over the women. The women look like they just stepped out of an X Men comic book. They look like superheroes come to life, like super absolute superstars, absolute unique characters. You would see them, and they would catch your attention. You know, they they pass the airport test. They would turn heads in the airport. People would say, "Who is that?" And I think to have the guys, these guys, they're going, in, they're going to be your main event of takeover. The guys that one of them is going to be the next or or current NXT uh, champion, the main guy in the promotion. It just it looked like a bunch of schlubs, and I think uh, you know they need to bring that star power.
3: Yeah, I see it. I I thought it was more of on the mic thing, but I did I did appreciate when he said Mark. I popped. I did pop for that
0: yeah yeah no that was very funny yeah he wasn't he definitely adam cole came off as like the biggest star it just came off like if you didn't know any better and you just saw this show in a vacuum you would think that they're building toward him winning that title not only because he held the belt up just adam cole throughout was treated like the most important part the smartest guy like he's not gonna get in there and like jump in there he'll stay on there and then he ended up jumping him and then he came off just looking smarter than everybody he cut a better promo than everybody like and I think that's kind of a problem. I think it, it, we're long past the time where Adam Cole needs to be the biggest star in this company.
1: Yeah. And this could be it. This could be a swan song. That's yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and Alonzo, good point, saying, uh, Karrion Cross looked really weak tonight. All four guys verbally and physically yeah. crossed out. There was yeah. something different. Tonight about Karrion Cross, I couldn't quite put my finger on it, it was like, it it the way he's dressed, this is it the promo, something about it, like, I think, um, Alfred, to your earlier point, when it was more smoke and mirrors and mystique and black and white vignettes and mood and enhancement, like, the guy looked like the future of the wrestling business, yeah. right under the bright lights, standing next to these other guys, like I don't know I, I I'm
3: not, not even that even yeah. even Scarlett screaming when they started jumping him she literally screamed like a little girl you're supposed to be the dark mysterious force around really? him and she just screamed and ran out and even left the title in the ring because yeah. she was holding it the whole time so it was just like why Why is this whole thing happening she should have just like done some evil stare at one of them or something you know what I mean but I don't know they came off way too human just just yeah. for Alfred point you're right the, when the mistake is not there it's just like okay so they're just another wrestling couple you know what I mean, like, is that? Yeah.
0: And I don't like just the main talking point it gets carried across. It's is a couple weeks now that they just keep bringing up that, oh, he's not the most graceful guy in the ring. Oh, he can't even work. And it's like they're talking to a very small percentage of people who are going to understand how that registers. And the, the story they should be telling here's this monster who's going to be fighting a bunch of guys. Instead, they're talking about how his in ring work is. He's not a good enough wrestler. You ring the bell, I'm a great wrestler. <laughs> You're not really saying what you need to be saying to like, you know, I want to win this match. You're basically talking about the guy's wrestling ability. And if this is a, you know, if we're presenting this as kayfabe, it should be about winning a match and beating people up. And this is your champion that everybody's poking fun at his wrestling skills. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I thought Adam Cole had a good burn there when he said that when he said you're trying to pretend like you're a badass, but what you're trying to do is not expose yourself because you can't go one-on-one with me. I was like, stop, stop you guys, leave him alone. I wanted to be scarlet and just protect him and put some like earmuffs on him and be like, don't listen to them, please. But
0: think about that. So like in pro wrestling circle you know, Adam Cole says you can't go one-on-one you can't hang What he's saying is you couldn't wrestle a technically sound match with me for 15 minutes with us doing both because this is fake that's what he's saying, okay? If I'm somebody who doesn't understand wrestling, and I see this guy who's literally half carrying across his side say, "You can't go one on one with me," I'm like, "Oh yes, the hell he can!" That guy looks like he can. What
3: are you talking about? Right.
1: Yeah, and and I say all this because I love NXT. I love what they're doing. I even see a lot of potential. In these talents still, and carrying cross was the coolest thing for the longest time, and they're humanizing him in a bad way. Uh, Alfred, I think your mic isn't your audio source. because there's a little echo when you're talking.
0: Okay, check check. How am I now? No,
1: nah, it's still it's just check the the source, source on the control panel. Okay. Oh, there. We, yeah, that's that was, good? that was better. It's better. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. Uh, Psychops is better than Wolverine. I don't know what this comment is referring to. I think he's saying as long as carrying cross loses, he's happy and we're not going to get into the rest of that. Cyclops
0: is nowhere near as good as Wolverine. How dare you? <sighs> Wolverine's so overexposed though. Yeah, he's deep though.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like wasn't there a time when what was the joke uh Wolverine said it? He was like, "I don't understand how there's four X-Men teams and somehow I'm on all of them."
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's like the John Cena of the Marvel universe. Let him know. Oh, there go. you go.
1: There you go. Uh, so let's talk uh, about the news before we dive into NXT tonight. Uh, a couple things breaking as we uh, were going on the air here. Um, what's what's uh, what do you got, Alfred? I know
0: that uh, shortly before we went on the air, I know the raw ratings came out and uh, they weren't too much higher than last week's, which was the second worst rating of the year in terms of viewership. Uh, this week, uh, did 1.64 for last night's episode. Uh, the weird thing about this uh, rating is it's really was just a bare bones audience, it started at 1.6 seven It it ended at around 1.6 so not a lot of tune out but not a lot of people even tune in to begin with so not a lot of excitement about this show and, and that just kind of dragged as this uh show went on and of course it caused a lot of discussion on twitter due to its final segment what did you guys think about raw last night
3: oh my god that was one of the it has to be top five worst segments i've ever seen on raw that ending ending. it was so it was so bad i'm sorry it was and and i'm a fan of horror movies and i'm a fan of everything i i was not here for that and i miss nxt shayna baszler so much i i props to her man she did her best with what they gave her you know but i uh no, it was bad. And I don't think I just don't think Raw had a lot to compete against yesterday. Not even the NBA game was unwatchable, well, especially for Bucks fans, right, Alfred?
0: Hey, listen, Bucks in six, I've been saying it this whole time. Don't you mess with me? I'm not worried in the least. Bucks in six. We got this.
3: Okay. Okay, buddy. Okay.
0: <laughs> no clue. Not a
3: clue. For <laughs> <Poor> Glenn.
0: <laughs> uh what else is going on? Well, um Total Bellas is coming to an end, it looks like, based on an interview that uh, Nikki and Brie Bella did on E! Uh, suggesting that they didn't want to raise their children on reality TV. So, uh, you know, Total Bellas, that old Total Divas franchise, really helped bring a lot of women into pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh looks like Total Bellas is coming to an end. Total Divas might not be too far behind. Who knows? Uh, what do you guys think? Did you guys ever watch any of that?
3: I watched Total Bella, I uh, no, Total Divas for a little bit, but when you're a wrestling fan and you see how they edit and the timing is so off, and you know exactly yeah. in the order that some of the storylines happen, it throws it threw me off. So I stopped watching it. I never really had a lot of interest. Um, these shows just feel so scripted, yeah. and you know that these girls only get together to go on the getaway that they book for the show, and that's about it. And it's just like I, as a wrestling, as a real wrestling fan. I didn't enjoy it, but as some, like I talked to some of my friends who watch no wrestling whatsoever, and they love it. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe it's it's definitely catered towards them. To me, it, it just threw me off because I knew better than what they were trying to tell us. So
1: yeah, I th- we tried watching one episode, and we were like, "This is so out of the continuity of things." They're talking about stuff that <laughs> happened nine months ago. I mean, mm-hmm. it just didn't work for us there. Um, that being said, you know, every time I get my haircut, back when that was the thing, I feel like that's what. Everyone wants to talk about when I mentioned that I hosted a wrestling podcast, like their question was like, is stone cold still wrestling? And then just let's talk about total divas. Cause that's what they do.
0: Yeah. The thing I've known a lot of people who aren't fans of wrestling, who watch total divas and then tried to get into wrestling because of it. And then just went, nah, not for me. Oh, it's uh, what's not there you know? for you. I
1: mean, you watch the female matches, that they have. And with rare exception, I mean, it's just, it's just bad, man. It's not enough time. They're not giving them enough. And they're not giving the women that are on Total Divas enough storylines.
0: Yeah. And plus, if you watch the body of a Raw show, the women are hardly, you know, they're never really presented as front and center the way maybe you would think if you watch Total Divas that, like, the women have this big landscape. They usually end up getting kind of limited TV time. Uh,
1: Our chat room is tearing... I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Our chat room is tearing it up. Right now about Psychops and Wolverine. <laughs> just saying Psychops is better than Wolverine. Logan's overrated. Cyclops the leader of the X-Men. Uh, and the uh, DeAndre is saying Psychops is a total chad. He's not a good guy or have redeemable qualities, despite being the leader, <laughs> nerd facts. I love it. Uh, Paul <laughs> Myers. One of the best movies ever. Uh, yeah, Cyclops is a better leader than Wolverine, but Wolverine's a better fighter than Psychops. There you go. This I know okay. very interesting. Uh <laughs> so I didn't see the full story. Is Leo Rush really retiring? Again? Yeah. Is that what happened?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, what we on,
1: retirement number four or five? I mean, I know. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to be one of those guys that's like, oh, it's a work. But no, apparently he got injured at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, he I, I saw even...
3: something in his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. It just
0: happened, like, place. within the last hour. Oh,
3: yeah, well, so he's, I
0: mean, God, he him. he's really a great guy. I mean, he's extremely talented in terms of in the ring. But if this retirement is injury related, that would really suck. Because this guy is one of the more talented workers in the entire company. Or a country.
1: Yeah, and he's just saying, yeah, he uh, went home with an injury. He tried to shrug it off and is thinking, uh, you know, he wants to be there for his family. So go go to his Instagram. You can read the whole Oh, that's statement. good. Um, oh, man. And then uh, the other news that I've seen everyone talk about today, uh Mickey James is spearheading a women's only pay-per-view for NWA.
0: Yeah, NWA is going to have a women's only pay-per-view. She's going to be the producer of the pay-per-view. Nice. So that'll be very interesting.
3: Yeah. Man, I'm if they church sure is going to get some people in there that we're not expecting, it's going to I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, if they could stack that card, if I were AEW, I would try and align to really just make this like the biggest women's wrestling event ever get as many people there get as many eyes on them as possible i think there's so much they could do there's so much recently released talent there's so many independent female wrestlers like there's just so much potential for this
3: aw impact they should all work with yeah. them just so we can see yeah. then, like you say, as possible this could be a lot of fun and and they know that the fans have been begging for an evolution too and if wwe is not going to give it to us and they want to jump on that i'm sure they'll sell some tickets and it'll be a fun show she'll make sure of it
0: And this could absolutely be a great wrestling show, given all the talent that could be worked with. And if this is like the type of hot show that kind of creates a buzz, WWE could always do a 180 in terms of, wow, look, all of a sudden women's wrestling is hot again. We've got to do something with that. It can be that kind of conversation started because this is Mickie James putting her money where her mouth is. Ever since she's been released from WWE, she's been saying that she was kind of vying for a spot to be a producer backstage and was kind of denied of that. And now she's got a chance to do that. And hopefully she's able to really create some noise. And I think she will.
1: Yeah. yeah, me too. Any other news stories? Anything else before we get on? Uh,
0: no, just a quick production note. I know on uh, Wrestling Inc., no stone unturned, they uh, released the identities of Lashley's ladies. Uh, just a quick production note. Uh, back off of Mia Motivation, okay? I'm shooting my shot first. Nobody shoot their shot. Back off of Mia Motivation. None for you. Uh, back to you, Glenn. Oh, <laughs> and those
1: angry tweets to This Is Nasty on Twitter.
0: Lashley's ladies have been the best stable of 2021.
1: I'm I missing something on Raw? Should I go and, and...
0: the first hour usually? Yeah, tune into okay. the first hour of Raw. And... Oh. Alfred, we're on. We're about to start season four of the Larry Sanders Show on our rewatch. Oh, you yeah. are! This yeah. is where it starts to go left on him, like where the yeah. network starts yeah. to conspire against him.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we just Hank just got divorced. We just finished rewatching. Oh, that
0: episode, that's so a great storyline.
1: So good. <laughs> So good. And I've been drinking these salty dogs all over the weekend. Like, I'm hooked on these things. You think grapefruit, vodka, and salt wouldn't go together, but it works. Really? I don't think I've ever had a salty dog, to be honest. Well, you watch enough Larry Sanders show and you see Artie yeah. already pounded them, and you're just like, maybe I really should, should try one of these. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Next podcast. Oh, absolutely. So we opened uh, tonight NXT with Austin Theory versus Oni Lorkin. Issa, what'd you think of this match?
3: I thought it was a lot of fun. There was a Spanish fly in there that looked awesome cool. yeah um it was a hot start i i mean i liked it i figured mm-hmm. they were gonna leave it all out there I, it was longer than i thought it was going to be um you know to be honest like they gave it a lot of time i don't a know tonight felt like it was i guess it was action-packed i should say like the two hours flew by and i can't believe how much they cramped in there and at the same time we had a couple of matches that went on for a couple of segments but yeah i thought it was an overall it was a fun match it was a great way to start the show
0: yeah, but yeah, my, my So much was- more happened
3: yep. afterwards. Sorry, Alfred. So much more ahead. happened afterwards that is not one of the things that I go back to remember about tonight's episode. It was there, you know?
0: Exactly, yeah. And that's <laughs> the... Because none of these guys, NXT doesn't go out of its way to make you take them seriously. They don't tell you anything about Lorkin. Um, And then uh, Austin Theory is presented like kind of a goofball. But both these guys are very talented. And mm-hmm. had this match gotten any type of build, I think it would be very exciting. But it's just something they threw at you with two very cold characters. So... It's really hard to care about.
1: Yeah, um, I was uh, stoked about what the build they did tonight with um, MSK and Bronson Reed, with Legato uh, del Fantasma, and then Hit Row getting in mixing it up. So, th- I mean, they said there's going to be it's, it's going to be a six man winner take all match, a takeover for the NXT North American Championship and the Tag Titles. Is Hit Row going to get in on this? Or are they going to make
0: it a three way?
3: Mm, I don't think it's time for hero yet, right?
0: Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think that would be premature.
3: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I love the stipulation. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I was looking at the card today, and I was like, this card seems a little naked because there's so many people in the main event, and tonight they they finally filled it up. That being said, I didn't like Bronson Reed's promo. I like where we ended. I didn't like the road that we took there. The whole replay that, oh, you're full of it. But I squeezed it out of you. Like, maybe it's funny to some people. I just didn't like it for as serious as it ended up getting right on a winner take all, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I cannot wait to see the match. And I think that putting all the titles on the line is going to make it just that much more interesting.
1: Yeah. I just think I feel like Hiro has so much momentum that it, I, like. Yeah. I wouldn't be disappointed if they got those belts. If this was just a hot shot, take advantage of it. I mean, they're they're probably consistently my favorite part of NXT. Yeah,
0: yeah they're great acts. They're just they've they're presented like different than everybody else is presented, and I kind of like the trio side. It's like they're calling it winners take all, but it's really like a six man championship if you think right. about the concept. Right. Yeah.
1: So yeah, it was good. Um, we went from this to Isaiah Swerf Scott facing Killian Dane one-on-one and swerve getting the win and of course uh drake was out yeah it was just uh hit row attacking it was good it's good because all the, i mean all of this i really liked how this flowed everything after the opening match from the face off to the attack to the match was yeah. very
0: very good and then hit row standing tall yeah yeah no excellent He was a good heel in this, like, uh, his, his wrestling is just so pretty, so it's really hard to like boo him, but he's a, he was a great heel in this match in terms of like he was slapping him in the back of the head, which I thought was great and slapping him in the face. So I thought, I thought it was great. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoy hit row. And like I said, last week, every week they're presenting them a little bit differently. It's not getting repetitive. They're not coming out there and saying the same thing every week, um, yeah, yeah. I like you said, I wouldn't be mad if they put him in that match. I just don't think it's time for that quite yet. Um, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see when NXT is finally gonna get back on the road or like, you know, back to full sail. I think that will be a good time to to do something big with Hit Row because oh, I yeah. think everybody's loving them.
1: Have Hit Row faced Brazongo yet? Because I'm I'm just waiting for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not, I don't think they've done it yet,
1: but that would be great. That could be yeah, the map, will. that could be the feud of the year in NXT. <laughs> it could be very entertaining, absolutely. He's so good. So good. Uh, Poppy arrived backstage. <laughs> Poppy released her five song EP. Big Prime. part of the Big part of the sh- Huge part of the show. Issa, thoughts on Poppy?
3: Uh, I, I definitely liked her a little later on. I, I thought she was a big <laughs> part of the show tonight. I'm not too familiar with her music. It's not for me. But listen, she seems to be part of the NXT roster at this point. So when they I mention know. it, it doesn't feel new to me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, this is just a great, it's been a great rollout for Poppy. And from just a publicity standpoint, like they're just saying her name, all this show. They put her in like the bigger storylines. Of course, we'll get to something else that she was involved in. They released her album on TV. So this is, I mean, Poppy might have been the second biggest name on this show, which I don't know if that's what you want for your go home show, Mm -hmm. but at least they involved her in the storylines in terms of things advancing. Uh, So I'm glad that they used her in that way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yep. uh, I gotta read this comment in a second. But uh, yeah, so Poppy and Dexter Loomis, little uh, love connection. Yeah.
2: What? Wait
0: a minute. What's this f boy Dexter Loomis doing drawing pictures of Poppy anyway? Like he presents. Like, i like, oh, I didn't. It's like you drew the picture of her. Like you're causing this now.
1: He expresses <sighs> himself through through art, you know.
3: Apparently, apparently, Dexter Loomis, he's different, man.
1: Yeah, Candice Lerae has beef with Poppy over this, and uh, they had a confrontation. Eighty nine, the Brainchild said, "Do an eight mile angle with Hit Rose, the Free World versus (laughs) Brazongo."
0: I love it. I love it.
1: (laughs) Good. I did never underestimate Brazongo. I think Brazongo is like shockingly consistent
0: with yeah.
1: Like they don't
0: always do home runs, but solid doubles. Oh, of course! Especially if like they this was like a vignette, and they went to the shelter in Detroit and like did it in that grungy back room. Oh, it'd be great. So good. Is shelter, is shelter, still a thing in Detroit? That's so. I do. not I think it's like a preserved landmark. I think they might have really? refurbished it or something like that. But oh, that's cool. I don't think they took it down.
3: Who gets so nervous that they puke mom spaghetti? Is it going to be uh, Tyler Breeze or Virgil? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so much show up with the puke on the shirt, you know? yeah.
3: <laughs> you know what? Let it be Tyler Breeze because he's always wearing those Louis Vuitton shirts, so yeah, you know, let's get us staying on those nice shirts.
1: <laughs> Big Andy US1 saying, Yes, the shelter is still hell,
0: now. yeah. What up, though? Awesome,
1: <laughs> Edward Cousins saying, Brazongo comes out his third base. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, now I really want to see this. Oh, this, ha- this has to happen now.
1: People forget how over third Bob. base
0: was. Yeah,
1: third base was super over. Like
0: yeah, we had a moment.
1: Yeah, like gas phase. Pop goes the weasel. It was short. It was a short moment. Sure, but it was a moment. You know, every you know all the kids walking around with their cane like Prime Minister Pete Nice, trying yeah. to be cool. You know, MC Search, dorkiest looking guy you've ever seen, trying to trying to dance. But he had moves.
0: He made it work. had charisma. That guy was a star. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, sign Nas. People.
1: I believe took all his money. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, let's see. Uh, the LA Knight and Cameron Grimes promos tonight. Oh man, I mean, okay. Who had the better? Who had the better vignette tonight, LA Knight or Cameron
0: Grimes? Uh, you said you first.
3: Cameron Grimes. I like Cameron Grimes better.
0: Alfred. A thousand times Cameron Grimes. I (laughs) know. I think did like an MTV Cribs segment. Like, did LA Knight write this one too? Because it's a little outdated if you ask me. But but Cameron Grimes made the most of it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he did. Yeah, and Cameron Grimes also had a better arrival car. I like the Vans, but the Rolls Royce is always going to top it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got Cameron Grimes. Like, so much so, Cameron Grimes has to win this match. And we'll talk about the promo and the face-off. But he has to win this match yes like nxt is is so like that would be like a vince level of tone deaf if they're like no Ellie knight's going over
3: no he has to win he's the one who started this whole thing and look what it brought back i know we'll talk about it when we get to it but this was all because of him
1: okay league of extraordinary culture five dollars asking speaking of hit of row is glenn listen to any of the new hits y'all suggested yes (laughs) the push i see the other night you did which one uh I was one <laughs> ugly was the one. Okay. Uh, there were a few. I sure I, here so here's yeah. uh, here's my thoughts. I thought uh <laughs> the beats were very good. I think with that name and his look and his kind of swagger, I was expecting him to sound he just sounded really low-key. I was expecting him to sound more like uh like Freddie P from the band or something. Like so I was expecting oh, him to be I a see. little more like little more more pers-
0: type, like a gruff, just a
1: little more personality. Like I think yeah. you got a name like that. You've got beats like that. Like he looks like a million bucks in his videos, but it's just when the flow started, I was like, okay, like I, I thought his lyrics were clever, but the delivery I just thought was a little, a little almost mumblecore for my.
0: Yeah, guest. he was very low key. He's more laid back. He is kind of an acquired taste, I will say that. He's, it's not something that you're probably going to get into immediately, but you know, there is a difference between the name Pooh Shiesty and then what you actually get in terms of you probably expected more of an upbeat energy.
1: You listen to like Dizzy Rascal, you hear the name Dizzy Rascal, right. and you hear him, and you're like, holy shit. Like, that just like, like, that name doesn't even do him justice for how crazy his stuff is,
0: you know? Yeah. Well, stick with it. I think you're going to, I will listen to, enjoy to some it. more. It sounds yes. like it's off to a very promising start.
1: <laughs> I think, I think there's potential. I think there's potential here, you know? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'll go from that. Before that, I was listening to, to Whistle and Buggin'. Remember that from the 80s? Like, people forget about Whistle. No, I don't think I've heard that. Whistle. Before. Oh, Whistle's like, like right around the time uh, GZ Jazzy Jeff, and the Fresh Prince hit, right, like right, 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 listen right. to Buggin'. Like it's very much that style where oh, I think I'm like early leaders of the new school, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I I, lo- I mean I just I love that style and flow. It's very like it's not even old school, right? Because old school would be more Sugar Hill Gang, Grandmaster Flash, but it's right. uh, it's what I want to call like the middle school of rap, like before we got to the era of gangster rap when it was like still a little more fun and braggadocious. The Rock
0: Kim's era, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, but not yeah. quite as serious. It was a little lighthearted. I yeah. I, I like this a, a lot. Uh kind of they're kind of the same era as like skinny boys. Yeah. Like uh, you know, just really good flow. And and I will say this though. Sometimes songs go on a little bit too long. You know, we don't need sure, like but
0: that was, yeah, yeah, that's a, and that's a, a lot like the outros are a big thing.
1: Yeah, we uh, don't especially. need five minute long songs with six <laughs> verses. I think we can really say everything we need
0: to say in three. Sure. Economy things of things. words,
1: but sometimes people need to express themselves. Absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes you listen to like Positive K as I Got a Man, and you're like, there's a lot of story. This is really going on long. He's really shooting the shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, do you know I didn't learn this until recently? In Positive K as I Got a Man, everyone's like, oh, who's that dope female MC? That's Positive K. He just yeah. pitch shifted his voice. I didn't
0: know that. A lot of people think it's MC Light mistakenly, but it's. Yeah. I mean, it blew my mind. 30 years later, Positive I got a
1: man. Yeah. I, like,
0: I was like, he's a very talented female MC. Can you uh, sing a bar from I Got A Man, the particularly the chorus? Uh, I, I'm, no. I'm not
1: <laughs> there was the time, I think it was like three years ago, where I got through like the first half of the Humpty Dance on this podcast. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. God, okay.
0: I got to just... go. I, I got to find
3: that. Well, we need to find that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I, I'll tell you the context it was in. I was saying that why when you're trying to cause a distraction – from a wrestler so like seth rollins is in the ring and ooh cesaro's gonna start some shit why does cesaro's music come on and then seth looks surprised like oh my god it's cesaro where did he come from they just played his music my argument was if you want to distract someone put on the humpty dance because they're like holy shit it's the humpty dance and people will start yeah. dancing then cesaro comes out and kicks his ass and it's like i'm legitimately surprised i didn't see that coming
0: <laughs> I mean, that makes more sense and then it's, you could use mainstream music mainstream music is starting to start and get hot and pro wrestling again so that's A-W. another way to do it
1: EW is raising the bar, man. They're shelling out that yeah. money. Wild thing couldn't have been cheap.
0: Yeah, even, you know even they... the version they got, but yeah, yeah. are, they cool. Why are they doing that? The Troggs version? They're using like the original. No, yeah, no, they're not using the Troggs version anymore. They're using the. It's not Joe Jet, but it's like a cover band, the one from not, not uh, Sam Kinison's DJ. terrible version. No, no,
1: we God, like to no. pretend that didn't happen. If you watch that Sam Kinison video, that has not aged well. That's not aged well at all. <laughs> Leave extraordinary culture five dollars and Glenn to listen to J Cole and Kendrick Lamar. It's more your style since you're into old school R and B hip hop. Check out the Versus battles. I will check that out. Yeah, you'd love those.
3: Mm-hmm. Agree. I think that you will like it.
1: Very cool. Uh so after uh, the promo, Mercedes Martinez versus Cameron Clay. Mercedes won pretty handily.
3: After being attacked. Which made yeah. her look like a complete badass. That's how you really book a badass. Like she got attacked from behind and then she just came in and squashed this girl, making her NXT debut. Someday we will learn who she was because we didn't even get to that. I, I respected the way they booked her tonight. They made her look like a, like a monster, like a badass. And I really, really liked it.
0: Yeah, she even demanded that they ring the bell. You know. <laughs> she still ended up just wrecking that woman. That was great. And it's funny because now wrestling is starting to fall in love with that. Oh, we got attacked before the match. You saw it with Hangman on a page. you saw it with Kevin Owens. We saw it with Mercedes Martinez, and she won her match. So she's tougher than both them dudes combined.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, I really, really liked it. Um, I, I just wonder who wins. I, she, they made her look like she should be winning on Sunday. We'll see.
0: Yeah, and given how much they built up, Z- Zaya, I didn't like how like she came and attacked her, and she looked great, but then she just kind of got swatted away, and yeah. she got to kind of you know this group was kind of being built up as like an Undertaker type, you know monster yeah. stable. So I don't like her swat coming in like a fly and getting swatted away.
3: That's why. I, that's why. I, I, while I enjoy the way that they booked Mercedes tonight, I thought it didn't look. I didn't do her any favors. Um. See a We'll see what happens on Sunday. But the way that they booked tonight, Mercedes should win easily. That's what. That's the story they told us in what happened tonight.
1: Yeah, it was good. I mean, Mercedes looks like a million bucks. She has a ton of attitude. I think um it'll be interesting to see where this goes from here. But that's the thing. It's like they're going to have to have a banger of a match on Sunday. But I don't know. I mean. I think Mercedes is going to win, though. I think it's going to go against the logic. But, I mean, I think she almost needs to
0: lose, though. Yeah, I think Mercedes is going to win. I don't think this match is going to be very long. I think it's going to be kept relatively short. Really? So you think Zia Lee is going to just... No, I don't think it's going to be one-sided. I think it's going to be like two. Even though Zia is very short, they book her like she's a monster. So I think it's going to be like these two clash of the titans, a couple of big moves, and then... uh, you know, Zaya's going to win with some kind of gimmick or something like that. But I don't see this match being very long.
1: Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell backstage with the Brazongo asking <laughs> about Falter and Imperium. This, this was good. See, this is entertaining. Like Brazongo, you know they're going to lose in this, yet this is still a very entertaining feud. And I'm sure the match will be really good too.
0: Yeah. Great. Sure. Was it not Tyler Breeze? Uh, uh, Fandango's wearing the the like the Luchador shirt. I love that. Yeah,
3: I like Tyler Breeze shirt. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, uh, yeah, and uh, then those that was, that was the second Poppy segment Poppy and Loomis hugging Indy Hartwell storms off crying. Triple H calls it a little awkward. Triple H is like the greatest straight man to have him just. They need to have him more just there, just reacting to like the, like what a wacky wrestling company, like when he's there, like he's like he's not up to date on everything that's happening, and he's just you know sort of uh, stunned.
3: <laughs> I love that moment. I love Triple H's reaction. I feel like they made that made up for what we had to watch last night. <laughs> yeah. Really, 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 really appreciated, and, and that is going to be meme forever on wrestling Twitter. <laughs>
0: yeah it was a good segment
3: (laughs) we're indeed though my heart broke for her i am way too invested in this story like way too invested in their love story
1: yeah i mean (laughs) it it keeps going on right i mean i'm sure sunday backstage there'll be something with with this angle with poppy there oh they
3: have to do something about it yes
0: Yeah, I really liked how with Candace she's just like, uh, Index isn't even a thing. And then as soon as she got a reason to turn Poppy against uh, Indy, she goes, uh, Index was such a thing. Like, oh, my God. It's really funny.
3: <laughs> I know. I know. She played that well.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, so Ted DiBiase was out there, and it's going to be a ladder match or takeover between LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, and it's going to be for uh, the Million Dollar Legacy, the Million Dollar Title Belt. And a ladder
3: match. Oh, so excited. <laughs> one of my favorite belts in wrestling top five
0: really mm-hmm. yeah i love it too it's a, it's, it's great you know you kind of knew where this was going but it's good to see that belt and this is all the more reason that cameron grimes should win because the entertainment value of him with that championship and all the segments he can do and like showing up to bars with it or whatever they intend on doing with it i think would be so funny
3: Yeah, yeah. I love the entrance that they gave the ladder. He was so fancy, and I love how Cameron Grimes was like, but I don't know what I'm reaching for. (laughs) Tell me! (laughs) He is gold right now, and I was just so excited to see the belt. We know where it was heading, but I'm just happy to see the belt back. And to see it in NXT feels like it would be... I don't know. Like they'll do us on justice. I don't know if I would have been as excited if this belt was reintroduced in the main roster as I am for this. As long as Cameron Grimes wins, I don't know how we'll feel about Ellen Knight winning. I really want. I'm really rooting for Cameron Grimes here.
0: Yeah, I think he's, he's really gonna win it. They really put over that gold plated ladder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so fancy.
1: <laughs> unless, unless Cameron's getting a quick call up. But uh, to even have him lose this, that would be so dumb. Like, if they're going to call him up, have him have the million-dollar title. It's better part, part of his character, you know? Right. Yeah. He's got to win this. I mean, LA Knight feels to me like it's rare that NXT misses. But I feel like LA Knight's been a miss.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> no, I – listen – they, there is ability there and stuff like that, but it just he, he just needs more. They need to do a better job of presenting him like somebody who's of this generation of talent. Mm, that's true,
3: right? But I f- I do feel like to get to this point, we needed just somebody to go against Cameron Grimes because it wouldn't have the same meaning if Ted DiBiase just handed him the belt and be like, "All right, here you go, you you're part of the legacy." Right. So I maybe LA Knight is just here to to reintroduce the belt and have the match for it. Um, that being said. You know, I, 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 there's possibilities there. We'll see where they go in the next field with him.
0: And I will say this uh, lastly is that they did, in terms of La Knight and Cameron Grimes playing off each other tonight. I thought they were both very good in those roles. In terms of one would outshine the other, and like La Knight would pull up in a Porsche after Cameron Grimes did. So in the future, I think there could be entertainment in them being like a tag team who fights for right. Teddy Biondi's affection. And end up doing things like that. I would have no problem with something like that if they have to include LA Knight in all this.
3: Wouldn't be
1: bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Craig Newline, two pounds, saying long time no see, 4 a.m. in Scotland, hashtag coffee time. Good to see you, Craig. It has been a while. Oh, hi, Craig. Enjoy that coffee. I've been doing it lately in the morning because I'm convinced uh, I've got my own theory on like Biggie's uh, sugar window theory. Now, Big E's sugar window theory is that you can eat all the sugar you want right after you work out. Mine is you can eat all the sugar you want if you have it first thing when you wake up because I'm convinced that your body metabolizes and you're going to burn that. So I've been doing the Coke and coffee, the Coca-Cola coffees in the morning, which has just changed my morning completely because you get the sugar rush, the caffeine rush. And it's strangely good. Have you guys tried to get the Coke and coffee? No. It's exactly what it says it is. It is half Coca-Cola. It is half coffee. You think it's (laughs) going to be weird. It is, but it's addictive.
0: How's that with your energy levels throughout the day, though? Don't you crash, like, after the morning?
1: I drink more coffee.
0: <laughs>
1: if you never stop drinking coffee, you never crash,
3: Alfred. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the key. <laughs>
0: it's like uh, California.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I've been trying to do it lately. I've been trying not to have coffee after, like, 3 p.m. Because that way I... You know, messing with your sleep too late.
3: I can it? have coffee at any time and it doesn't affect me. Not really? high, not low, doesn't affect my sleep. No, I think I'm immune to it at this point. Wow. Yeah, bad, huh?
1: <laughs> that is bad.
2: That is bad.
1: I don't know. I, I looked at the amount of Nespresso because we got Nespresso uh, last year. Probably the best thing I bought last year. And sometimes I just look at the number of pods, like how quickly I go through like a 10 pod pack. And I'm just like, okay, maybe I have a problem. Maybe this is. what I <laughs> yeah,
0: it could be. See, maybe I never better coffee, and that's one of the reasons. That a lot of people say how addictive it is, and how you just kind of like need it after a while. And uh, I don't want to want to go down that rabbit hole. Well,
1: you know, so I can work harder, so I can make more money, so I can buy more coffee, so I can work harder, so I can make more money, so I can buy more coffee. Bear Hudson five dollars saying, "Does Lashley beat Drew to set up Lashley versus Lesnar at SummerSlam, or will Drew win to get his ovation from the fans?"
3: No. Uh, I think Lashley beats Drew. Um, they had the chance to give Drew the win in front of fans at WrestleMania, and yeah. they didn't do it. Um, and I, I feel like they put the speculation there for a reason. I think, I think they can put Drew in a secondary um storyline that's interesting enough that he'll get a pop from the fans at SummerSlam. But I think Lashley gonna win a Hell in a Cell
0: i actually i mean i hope you're right Issa, but i think they're setting drew up just based on the fact they're doing that thing where if you lose you can never have another shot against my title while i'm champion with WWE. when they do that with top guys they usually don't beat their top baby pieces in matches like that but uh i if lashley won that'd be great i just think that they're doing this because now is like
3: dropping it to lesnar so yeah like like it's gonna be what a month of drew mcintyre not being in the title picture You know, Mm -hmm. like, it's not going to be that long of a big deal if Lashley loses right away, because the speculation is he won't have a title shot against Lashley. So that doesn't mean that as soon as Lashley drops it, he's going to be right back in the title picture.
0: Wait, so, okay, but they could do Lesnar versus Lashley for no title, right? No. (laughs) No. Would it only because they All they would have to do is, like, they'd go off and do their thing, and then, like, they just bring in Brock Lesnar to F5 Lashley for no reason. And they'd be off. I mean, i like to see a story like that, but I could be able to just throw anything they want at you. Nope.
3: No. Nope. Lashley's going to win a Hell in a Cell. First of all, why, why like. Drew McIntyre brought it up yesterday. Like, I've been inside Hell in a Cell. I was like, yeah, and you lost. That's when you lost your title last year. Why are you bragging about it? I, I think Lashley's going to win it, and, and we're going to set up. Summerslam is, you know, the rumors said that it's going to be huge. I think you need the title on the line for Lesley yeah, and Lashley, and it. then hopefully Cena and Reigns. I think that sounds like two very, very big matches. You can put Lashley in a, in a secondary, um Drew in a secondary storyline because they said as long as Lashley's champion. So if Lesnar wins, Drew McIntyre can come right back and try to fight Lesnar.
1: So we haven't talked about it since the announcement. What
0: are we doing for Lesnar? I really just want to see Lashley versus Lesnar. I mean, me too, me too. Yeah, I don't I care what's on the line. I just want to yeah. see it. So we haven't I talked about put WB, enough faith in WWE to, to do oh. something like that because that sounds very coherent.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: So we have not talked about since the announcement. What are we doing on SummerSlam weekend for a meetup for Wrestling Inc.? Hey. hey! Staying
3: at your house. We did talk about it. it yeah.
1: so we <laughs> the travel. What are you saying?
3: <laughs> All of us, we're not booking a hotel.
1: There's no floors. There's no floors, Isa. It's not but that. Your,
3: your place is going to be the headquarters. The podcasts are going to take place from there. Interviews, like pre parties, everything.
1: Everyone's going to drive 30 minutes north of the Strip. Absolutely.
3: Yes. That's going to happen. Yeah, we'll we'll get a
1: suite at like the Palace Station. You know, one of those like off strip hotels. Uh
3: -uh. No, 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 no. It's either your place or the strip. There is no hotel off the strip. BS. No, your house. El Cortez
1: downtown. It's lovely. Oh, no, (laughs) text me the address, Glenn. We'll we'll be there
3: shortly. Yeah, like listen, no floor, no problem. I'm sure they sell some kind of like portable floor <laughs> that we can lay out for <laughs> a night or two. Oh
0: bring a pillow. we'll be
3: fine. I don't even know if that exists, but you know what I mean. Here so in we'll... New York City we can get anything we want at any time. I'm sure Vegas is the that's same Sure, everyone
1: bring a yoga mat. Uh you know it'll be good. We'll do DDPY <laughs> in the morning and we can sleep on them. It'll be fantastic. We
3: just be, like, somebody just needs to bring a pickup truck and we'll get a couple of like floorboards or like a piece of wood. I don't know. We'll put something there. Okay. Oh, that's we'll
1: true. I do there. I do have some decent backyard space. So Okay,
3: yeah. There's a, so we're camping, glamping, Camp glamping, yeah.
1: glamping, glamping in North <laughs> Vegas, <That'd be laughs> awesome, uh, we'll do something, because I don't know, did SummerSlam tickets go on sale yet? Not yet, no, it's the 18th, right, something like that, yeah. mm-hmm. I have no desire to actually go to the event itself, really? Like,
3: Oh, just... the strip is gonna be a mess that yeah. day because you had the Pacquiao fight too. It's, yeah. going, mm-hmm. it's going to be, and that's the one thing that surprised me about Summerslam is that it's a one night only event. Where with the big fours, they used to do the weekend long thing. Because yeah. I feel like for traveling purposes, Vegas on that weekend is not going to be cheap for wrestling fans to go for a just one night thing. Yeah, I wish they would have done like a takeover. Like, and I get it. I think this was planned so last minute because of you know the pandemic and all of that but it just feels like oh my god like it's gonna be if you're traveling to vegas that night it's gonna be a lot of fun but you're gonna see a lot of wild drunk people all over the place
0: yeah yeah it's gonna be wild
3: we're going to go to SummerSlam, and then we're going to go – well, we, we're not going to go to Glenn's house right after because we want to watch the Pacquiao fight. So we'll head to a casino after SummerSlam. We'll watch the Pacquiao fight. <laughs> then we go to Glenn's house and party. So
0: we're
1: we're going we to get Raj to get us a, a suite at the Nobu, and we can podcast from there because it'll be kind of yes, yes. You know, We'll just do that. Um, <laughs> this is more interesting than talking about the Grizzled Young Veterans versus August Gray and Ikamanjiro. Uh, I mean, it was what it was, squash match for the Grizzly Young Veterans, but it was really about the promo that Ciampa Mm -hmm. and Thatcher uh, rushed to the stage and called them out, um, setting up their match next week. So their match isn't going to be a takeover. It's going to be on next week's NXT for the number one tag team contender. Yes. Yeah.
0: And let's not forget, uh, Ikumonjiro wrestled that whole match in his jacket, which that's his gimmick. He wrestled Mm -hmm. in his jacket. I thought it was very impressive.
3: I mean... Whatever, right? You gotta try every gimmick there is. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't throw Tommaso Champagne in the NXT title match just for the hell of it, too. You know, like let's put everybody in that match. What's Finn Balor? Put him in there too. Make just a, it a free throw, a fatal ten way, or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like
1: it's, it's gonna be a tornado tag match, so no tags, just two on two. Okay.
0: That'll yeah, tornado rules. That, I mean, that'll make it better, I think, for these for these guys. Yeah,
3: it'll be a good match.
1: Absolutely. Uh, So Candice LeRae out in the ring, confronted by Poppy, and uh, Poppy makes it clear she doesn't wrestle. She's not going to pull a bad bunny and come out there. Instead, we get Io Shirai coming back tonight, going out and uh, attacking Candice.
3: I'm so happy to see Io Shirai back. Um, I missed her. I love the little stare down she had with Raquel later on. Like, yeah. like, I haven't forgotten about my title. And um, Poppy was great introducing her. I, I respect her. I think not celebrities are not intimidated because they know they're not going to be as good as Bad Bunny. So they're not even True. going to try anymore, you know, because nobody's going to be able to to outdo Bad Bunny.
1: <laughs> they're so all Poppy Richard Belzer smart. compared to Bad Bunny.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 but yeah happy to see Eo back um we'll see if she's staying or if this was just a one-off thing but it, it's just i wish they would have returned her sooner just to see her at takeover but if she doesn't have a feud or a match of interest then let's just save her for you know next tuesday and see where she goes from here
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i know she better be staying i mean it looks like the big match you're building up to is the raquel gonzalez the rematch against are right Uh, Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure they're going to take their time with that. That might be something they do, like the SummerSlam weekend or something like that. But, you know, I could see something like that.
1: Well, tonight, Dakota Kai versus Ember Moon. And wouldn't you know it, Raquel Gonzalez interfered, causing a DQ. So they're doing it, man. Ember's going for the uh, women's title at TakeOver against uh, Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, even as a placeholder feud, I don't know. I mean what, what do you think of this match, uh Issa and what, what do you think of this build?
3: I like the match. Um I thought it was a lot of fun. I always like watching Ember Moon wrestle. She's so good. so good. Um I think I think she's gonna be good on Sunday I think Raquel wins but again to solidify this title reign sometimes you have to give them wins over opponents that are credible and I think Ember Moon especially NXT Ember Moon is like a different beast and I think they're gonna they're gonna put on a banger on Sunday but I do think that Raquel wins and we're building towards possibly a rematch with EO but it's gonna it's going definitely going to be a fun match to watch
0: yeah, I, I thought this match was going to get overlooked because it was right before that main event uh, that went on. It was kind of sandwiched in there, but I thought it was a very good match. And I just thought Dakota Kyle looked excellent in this. She was moving at like a 1,000 miles per hour and just hitting these impressive strikes while she was running. I thought they both did a great job in this match and it kind of is probably going to fall by the wayside, but I thought it was really cool. Even because it was very predictable. I, wasn't even, I was expecting Ember Moon to some way win, but uh, they did a good job of really wrestling a good match.
3: Yeah, I love that you brought that up because I, I do agree. I think Dakota Kai is growing so much in the ring and as a character that when the when the turn eventually comes that they're planting the seed four, she's really gonna be able to stand on her own against Raquel should that be the feud that they go on with her. Um where at first I always thought Raquel always outshine her. Now I'm starting to see Dakota as you know, she stands right there. They're good together. And I think when she turns on Raquel she's gonna look excellent.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, this was good, but I, I'm bum that ember's gonna lose on uh sunday yeah yes. yeah
3: and to bernie's point in the chat i did love um the way the raquel sold that eclipse she's done that before when they were wrestling even on for the tag matches oh my god i i just love seeing them together that's why the, the match is going to be very very exciting yeah um on sunday
1: yeah i think it'll be good uh and then the main
0: real quick i wonder yeah. if they has anybody ever kicked out of the eclipse i don't think they have Oh, really? And if not, I, I wonder if they let Raquel kick out of it.
3: I'm trying to recall, but I can't.
0: Oscar might have, but I don't think anybody's ever kicked. Did Oscar kick out of it? I don't know, but it's very rare for people to kick out of it. And I, I, I expect Raquel to possibly kick. I think that would make the match. I,
3: I think it might have been a grab the ropes. I can't, oh, right, right. but I gotta, I gotta recall it. Cause you're, I remember I used to, when she went to NXT's, when I stopped, like when she went back to NXT's, when I stopped keeping track of it, I used to, because the right. eclipse and the end of days were the two moves that I'm like, nobody has kicked out of oh, these yeah. moves. And I, I'm gonna have to go kind of like go back and rewatch and just see. Um, but I think Asuka might have because that- Yeah, like, I think
0: she kicked out of it, something yeah. like that. But still, it's a very protective move, you know?
3: It is, it, it looks so good. And if
0: yeah. you get
1: somebody that can sell it, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bear Hudson, $5. I I'm having an NXT in, uh, in your house, NXT party. What drinks? I Sure. Vodka, Jameson whiskey, or barefoot wine. I plan on making a pulled pork roast. Help? Question
0: mark. Well, you should know the answer to that, Glenn. Salty well, dog.
1: Salty dog. Get yourself some grapefruit juice, some large flake salt, and some nice vodka. Uh, the ratio recipes vary. I find two to one grapefruit juice to vodka is my preference. Some people might like more, but this all really adds something. And then, you know, there was that episode, uh, Alfred, uh, I think it was Larry's birthday. And they were uh, talking about already buying him the the Louis the 13th. Cognac. I was like, I haven't yeah. had cognac in a while. I'm gonna order some Remy Martin, not Louis the Thirteenth, because now that's like four grand a bottle. Mm-hmm. But uh, I got some Remy Martin. I was making, making, you know, like a nice sidecar. It's making. uh said so I'm gonna do like a cognac uh, margarita. I got a recipe for. Oh, it. see. Look at you. Yeah, I gotta say, Remy, Remy Martin, man. Like uh, I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten how nice that is, especially with little citrus. Like really
0: nice, sweet, sweet drink. You there, know? There's also that brings up uh, something else. It's a little bit of a crossover. There's a rapper named Remy Ma that maybe you should check ah. out. Ah. Female yes. rapper, very oh good. Oh my god! Yes, Which is <laughs> yes, you
3: would like it.
0: Also, they just made
3: going back to the drinks thing, but I just found this out this weekend. They made like um, you know, those little frozen ice sticks that you eat when you're little, different flavor, different yeah, like Otter Yes, well, they're called like Skinny Freeze, and they're like just the same thing, but with vodka, and they're amazing, and oh. they only have a hundred calories. Like they, my life has been changed forever. So
1: wait, I can get drunk off an Otter Pop? This is like the dream. yes, yes.
3: I'm gonna send you a picture. Like I was, I saw somebody eating it on an Instagram, like having one on an Instagram story, and I'm like, I must. So I went on Drizzly and I found them and I ordered them, and they're actually really, really good. Oh, it's God. a fun That's treat a to for serve. The summer. Yes, it's like the, It's. I'm gonna send you. I'll send you guys a picture of what it is, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. I was like, I'm telling you, I screenshotted somebody's story, which I never do. I was like, I must buy these, and they are so good. Um, so it's fun to have for a party.
0: I hope they don't look too much like Otter Pops because I can see like parents getting those and, and their kids getting <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's the first no, thing I thought about. I was like, if I had kids, I couldn't keep these just in the freezer like this because they'll probably grab one and pop one because they look like a real frozen treat.
0: Yeah, I loved Otter Pops as a kid, so I definitely would be able Yeah, really yeah. yeah you guys that. will
3: love these. And they're low calories.
1: Yeah. Okay, so Alfred, favorite okay. flavor of Otter Pop? Orange.
0: Oh, come on, you got to give it the name i don't know what the oh i don't know that i didn't even really, know what is it what's the orange one called i was Little, gonna
3: say i don't even i don't know the Orphan flavors York. i just have the red one
0: Orphan, oh, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. they changed them though okay so i remember poncho punch was always my favorite that's right that the
3: blue
1: one uh i think it was the kind of pinkish red one uh oh, okay. blue is louis blue raspberry purple I is good too is. A- oh alexander the grape yes,
0: yes 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 that was a good one <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, you gotta know the otter props by flavor, man. What was I the orange one called? called? So uh, according to this, is the little orphan orange. I, th- I feel like they uh, that sounds that. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh man, I just remember every summer we get like the big box at Costco, you know, the one where it's like 200 otter props. We put them in the freezer, and then like come Christmas time when we're cleaning out the freezer, just throwing out like 150 <laughs> otter props. Because even if you, you can't eat that many.
3: Well, like, I plan I plan on bringing the adult um. Freezer pops to your house for summer. summer.
1: Well, hopefully we'll have a fridge. Oh, yeah. You know, there's uh there's a shortage on uh, fridges right now and appliances.
3: Okay. So we'll bring uh, the glamping fridge.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Bernie DC shouting out Sir Isaac Lyme. Oh man. I don't probably, like the branding so on point. So on point. Uh joke care, two dollars. work. I buy my glamping by Glen reservation? Yeah, where can you book it? Uh, yeah, don't tell Conrad. He'll be doing meet and greets in my backyard. I'm you going know, the VIP upgrade experience. We'll Get put Glenn's address in the, the chat, ladies and gentlemen.
0: As soon as I find it out, I'll... Uh, yeah. <laughs> this SummerSlam
3: party is going to end up being yeah. another fire festival. <laughs> 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 we're offering this experience and we're walking into a house in full demolition.
0: <laughs> yeah, we at least have enough for one sandwich, Glenn?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We get some pretty good food delivery to the new place. So, you know, yeah, that's key. Hey, man, any place I can get Del Taco 24 hours a day, I'm good, man. You know, we get
3: good delivery. Del Taco. That's not good delivery. Del Taco's
1: awesome. (laughs) Isa, you can get a burrito and french fries. I
3: don't like burritos.
1: Or a milkshake. Wait, you don't like burritos, really? Yeah. Yeah,
3: no.
1: Quesadilla?
0: No. Tacos? No. So, So, really,
1: Mexican fast food has nothing for you.
0: No. They have good, I mean,
1: not good, but they have fries. (laughs) I like their fries. They're crinkle cut.
3: Is this a Mexican restaurant or is it?
1: What happened was Del Taco started as like a Taco Bell like restaurant and they merged, what was it with Nagel's, I want to say, like a burger chain. They merged with a burger chain and that's why they have burgers, fries, shakes, and Mexican food.
3: If we're going to be in Vegas, like what we need to do is just you need to figure out if you get um, Shake Shack or In-N-Out. So that way we can finally put that conversation to rest and have the comparison. Is there a
1: comparison? I thought In-N-Out. Either. Noggles. That's what it was called. Noggles.
3: Shake Shack is, uh, is much. Uh, it's not better. It's just healthier, right? In-N-Out is like a heart right. attack waiting to happen where Shake yeah. Shack just feels. There's nothing healthy about this fast food burgers, right? But I do feel like Shake Shack just doesn't feel like you're going to die immediately after eating it. But man, like In-N-Out is so good. (laughs) But I'm a Shake Shack girl, cause you know, that's, that's the East Coast thing.
1: Well, they have both, and they have White yeah, Castle in Vegas. Oh,
3: yeah. come on, Glenn. how are we gonna go from In and Out and Chay Shack to White Castle?
1: <laughs> White Castle has <laughs> vegan sliders now. I'm stoked about this. I haven't had White Castle well, in like 25 years. It was terrible the last time I had it.
0: Have you ever it. Even been inside of White Castle? That's like that's not a West Coast thing, is it? I don't know. Mostly East Coast. It's how,
3: like that has to be like the I don't know. The Midwest or
1: something. I <laughs> think there are some fast food places, like there, there are some things that are just cool, like White Castle, of course, and hip hop lore, like great name drops and Beastie Boys on East Coast rap. Kind of like Fat Burger. Like I went to a fat yeah. burger once and I was like, hmm. I mean, it's cool. that's fat I'm I'm eating. I'm I'm not gonna I'm, well, I see ice cube there. Maybe.
0: Probably not. But maybe I, I, I one of the challenges, one of those big burgers that they have. I ate the whole thing one time. How was it? It was, it made me sick. I regretted it immediately. I almost threw up. I almost threw up right then and there. Oh, you can tell in my face when they took a picture of me.
1: Guys, <laughs> <laughs> the eating contests, really, you know, I, I won a pie eating contest at Knott's Berry Farm when I was eight years old. And uh, that was that was the end of my competitive eating reign. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not a, competitive eating is a very dangerous
1: game to be playing really is but hey all that all that pie um so uh let's talk about this last segment which we touched upon earlier carrying across out there uh calling out his four challengers yelling at william regal scarlet's yelling at william regal Yeah, very just no mystique man like this really just killed sort of the the larger than life character i thought with this and then we've got uh Kyle o'reilly coming out looking like uh he raided orange cassidy's a dirty laundry hamper um you know we had Pete dunk about we had Amco on screen i mean this could be a great match but yeah these guys didn't look like these are your top guys in all of nxt you know
3: i mean yeah i i know we talked about it earlier but like i said i i felt this didn't do carrion cross or scarlet any favors um and yeah i wish they it's very hard to just save it's even just the look overall like I like again the when he said mark, I was like, it hit right on the mark. No pun intended, or maybe it is a pun intended. I don't know. Um, I thought the best one, once again, it was Adam Cole. He came out looking the best. I love the camera angle in the the way that the super kick hit. Obviously, you heard the crowd pop, so you knew what was coming, but they did a good job at hiding it to where you only saw the foot and and carry on cross go down. Um, but with Adam Cole standing tall, you know, Wrestling One on One tells you that he's not winning. Do yeah. you guys see this being the way that Cross loses the title without being pinned? Or do you think that Karrion Cross is going to win here?
0: I mean, I hope Karrion Cross would just I mean, I think Karrion Cross is gonna win. They're really, really pushing this guy. And I mean, if he lost, it would be like they're gonna take a couple of steps back and transition. I know the numbers haven't been that strong on NXT, but you can't really blame that on one guy or who the champion is and uh, I just think that he's just been doing too much talking and been overexposed since he won that title. I feel like they're trying to force a, a round peg into a square hole. Mm. And it's like, now you have to be a champion the way we like you to be champions. You have to do these talking segments and all these things with all the finishers and they have to out there like all the time. I just wish that they would go back to, to protecting him like that. But uh, I did think when he was suplexing everybody and he was like getting physical, yeah. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was how he needs to be booked.
3: Well, see, that's my thing with Carrion Cross. And on the beginning, um, I started liking him. Uh, once I saw him like choke out Shampa, and that's the thing like I know the entrance is going to be a big deal in front of fans but I don't like it I like him when he gets physical with people that's when I'm like oh I see it now I feel like these other guys because they're smaller in size but so technically gifted they have to be good in the mic so when you have Adam Cole as a champion he has to kind of like be able to cut promos because if you see this guy walking around with the belt he has to be able to kind of like captivate you somewhat where with Cross you don't need that and maybe they're trying Trying to book him like they book every other nxt champ when with this guy you just need to let him come out there and take people out and that's it yeah
1: we'll see i think uh if cross gets called up
3: <sighs> yeah i mean they could use him but um i, I don't want anybody called up to roll. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't like damian priest wasn't even on tv this week So why are you calling? Like you have people there that you could be utilizing. Why why, The solution is not to call anybody up. I think the draft that is rumored to be happening after SummerSlam might help Raw. But it's not not a lack of talent. They don't need to call anybody up. They just need to really give us more interesting storylines.
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely, 100%. I mean, this is going to be a good takeover Sunday night. And uh, the three of us, we're all going to be here.
3: Yeah, Yeah, we're covering it.
1: I like how Raj asked each of us today if we were in to do Sunday and he no point committed that he will be joining us. He was like, okay, great. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> everybody. <$5, 000. laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> I haven't seen that guy in a while. I think he was just on vacation. Uh, but let's talk about the matches quickly. Uh, Bronson Reed and MSK versus Legado del Fantasma. And this is a uh, winner-take-all North American Championship and the NXT Tag Team titles. Issa, who do you have in this
3: match? I think
0: Bronson Reed and MSK are going to retain. Alfred? Me too. Yeah, I think it would be quite wild. And here's the thing. I, I really don't like with the Legato del Fantasma how they're kind of making them into a little bit of a comedy act. Yeah. Like I've noticed increasingly they're kind of leaning toward the side of comedy. And I hope they end that after this storyline wraps up
3: it worried me for um santos escobar after he lost yeah. Like, yeah. Right? that's when i was like oh this is not good because before that he looked like a million bucks
0: he was
1: on way to be one of the hottest guys in that company
3: yeah yeah
1: craig knew i'm breaking news uh, two dollar super chat saying his fights are books and he's gonna bring the fridge from the uk so, oh, yes thank that. you
3: very much craig we appreciate the it there we go there we go so, so we can get pops.
1: drunk on
0: otter pops <laughs> Woo! Let's
1: go. (laughs) We should really title these episodes. This should be Wrestling Inc. Getting drunk on Otter Pops.
0: We should reach out to these Otter Pops people for a sponsorship, so we don't even have to pay for them. It's true. True. I'm
3: gonna gonna send. I'm gonna send all the info I got on these.
0: Hey, you know, my
1: agency, uh, we're always looking for hot new products to advertise on podcasts. So uh, uh, Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai uh, at her side versus Ember Moon with Shotzi Blackheart. And this is for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Raquel
0: retains, question mark?
3: Yeah, that's what I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't see any way that Ember Moon. You know, I love Ember Moon. I love the fact that they're telling the story that she could win it twice, uh, but I don't, I see this being a low key great match, like the best match on it's the show. It's gonna be great.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then
1: Mercedes Martinez versus ZLE. Uh,
3: I don't know. I think, I think it's gonna, I, the story says it should be Lee, but tonight I thought they made Mercedes look better. I got, I'm gonna say Mercedes Martinez on this one.
0: Really? Wow. Yes, I think, yes, I, I am. mean, well, I, believe, do I, I think he's gotta win this one.
1: Yeah, I, you can't have this build in this angle. I mean, that's like a fiend level nerfing out
0: somebody. You know
3: how many, day, like, you know how many times they've messed that up on NXT, too? Come
0: yeah. On. Yeah. You know, and they mean? haven't even taken... Tian Sha has not even wrestled or done anything yet. She's yeah. or not, she's not Tian Sha. The group is Tian Sha, so the, the, the master, or whoever she's supposed to be, she's...
3: Right, so but nice they keep up that she already lost to Martinez too, so it's not like they're yeah, already absolutely. like dropping mm-hmm. her aura of being a badass by keep bringing up the fact that she lost to
2: her already.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, Cameron Grimes versus Ellie Knight for the million dollar championship.
0: Alfred, has to be Cameron Grimes. Lisa? I I will not be on the podcast Sunday if Cameron Grimes doesn't win. Just fair <laughs> warning. Production <laughs> note: All right, a little bit of. A, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll be there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think Cameron Grimes as well.
1: And then the NXT Championship, the Fatal Five Way, Karrion Cross defending against Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Journey Gargano, and Pete Dunn.
3: Alfred, you go first.
0: Karrion Cross. <laughs> he says I Cross wins. Listen, I mean, you know, maybe they, to Issa's point earlier, maybe they are doing something crazy with the five way, so that creates some intrigue at least.
3: Yeah, I, I. It's probably going to be Karrion Cross. It's going to be weird though not title changing hands. That sounds just... I mean, they've done that before on NXT, but... I don't know. I could see some kind of way in which Karrion Cross gets screwed over here.
1: It's got to be carrying or Adam Cole. If they're going to start doing live events... Yeah, I against...
3: see I see Adam Cole winning, honestly.
0: Wow. Well,
3: yeah, but... I, maybe I'm just saying that because I won that Fatal 4-Way between the Undisputed Era so badly. And I think it would be amazing to do it for the title, but... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I hope Carion Cross um, retains, but I just feel like and he's being exposed a little bit in this in this feud. Adam Cole has outshined him last week, and I feel like all of them outshined him today on the mic, not on the mm. ring like Alfred said, but on the mic. And I don't. know. That's we'll so see. much
1: of it, though. I mean, I think wrestling is past fail at this point, and uh, mm-hmm. they have an embarrassment of talent. I mean, all of these wrestlers are fantastic in the ring. It's what they do beyond that, really. Right makes it tv uh okay well sunday night the three of us will be back but before then we'll be back friday for smackdown and uh tomorrow night alfred you and justin are doing no
0: it's still preempted i believe yeah <gasps> another week and um yeah.
1: what's on paramount plus friday night no, tune into the wrestling <laughs> <End>
0: podcast <laughs> to find no out
1: no spoilers <laughs> i went downstairs my wife was watching legally blonde and i watched the entire last 45 minutes of it with her <laughs>
3: It's hurting AEW. though. these Friday spots are hurting them bad. Oh, yeah. You see the viewership. Yes, they screen?
0: went down below five hundred thousand. I think it was four hundred sixty-two thousand. The
3: show's lowest Not ever. Good. And I know, like I know, like on the East Coast, you're, you're What midnight watching wrestling after watching SmackDown it's a yeah. lot, but. They need. I think that might be one of the reasons why they're moving to TBS. But that being said, TBS does cover the MLB playoffs. Oh which, yeah, you know, so you don't know if they're gonna experience the same issue when that time comes around. But I, I can't wait for them to go back to Wednesdays, and I hope this doesn't, um, you know, hurt them once they go back to the regular time spot.
0: Yeah, and not to be a doom and gloom guy, but I think they should be at least a little bit nervous for Rampage on Fridays, and they should really have an aggressive strategy to promote that show, because I think in addition to going against the playoffs and being in a different time slot, that Friday night time slot for their younger audience is not going to be good, so they're going to need to really promote that show to make sure that people tune in on Fridays.
3: Is that? Do you know what time? Is it going to be at 10 p.m. too? It's going to be the
0: same time, yeah, at the 10 p.m. I believe it's the 10 p.m. Eastern time slot. The idea is that they're going to get the audience that's coming out of SmackDown, I guess there you have it okay
1: well we'll see you back here on friday until then take care he is at this is nasty on twitter she's at nyc demon diva that's diva with a one i'm akalina rubenstein catch you back here next time on the wrestling podcast take care everyone good night